0: Welcome to the Caregiving Sandwich Podcast. I'm Lonnie, a mother, daughter, and life coach. This is my place to gripe about all the things that go along with caring for both your parents and your kids. I hope to show you that you're not alone on this caregiving roller coaster and that we can do this. Let's get going. have something stuck in your mind that someone did that you absolutely just can't let go of? Something that keeps bothering you endlessly? Well, my mom's got such a thing that I did. First, I'm going to tell you about it. Then I'm going to tell you how you can actually let it go, if you want to. For two years, my parents planned on downsizing and moving into assisted living. The plan was to use that time to look through all their belongings and thoughtfully decide which things they would keep and which things they would give away. Month after month, I would ask my mom, how's the sorting going? Well, I haven't finished looking through the third drawer of my dresser yet, she would say. Or, I have 25 rolls of wrapping paper. And I just can't decide which one I want to get rid of. They're all so pretty. But I did tape up another box of stuff I want to keep. And I did give one of the plants that I grew from a single leaf to my cousin. My mom had an idea that she could only give away things to people she knew. This idea never made any sense to me, because the people she knew were just as old and lived in smaller places than she did. As you can guess, two years later, there wasn't any visible change in the amount of stuff, and they lived in a humongous 5,000-square-foot, three-story house, so there was literally tons of stuff. In one of the downstairs closets were the letters, boxes of every letter that my mother's mother had ever written her, and also every letter that she had written back to her mother. Remember, this stuff goes way back before there was email and cell phones. My mother had lugged these boxes around through multiple house moves and even across the ocean from California to Hawaii. Then there were at least ten moving boxes full of photos, regular paper photos, You know, the kind in big binders that take up enormous amounts of shelving? My sister and I decided the only way to get rid of this stuff from a whopping 5,000 square foot amount to a teeny tiny 800 square foot assisted living amount would be to move my parents first, then sort through all the stuff ourselves. My sister was tasked with moving them And I got the job of the stuff. I'll tell you about the move in another episode. But I'll tell you this. My dad absolutely did not want to move. Even the morning of the move. Well, back to the stuff. My daughter and I lived in that house and went through everything for over a month. We even went through the boxes that my mom had taped up for the move. We had to donate even most of those because it was just way too many boxes for them to take. Every day trips to Goodwill and six enormous got-junk trash loads later, we were finally done. After a few months, though, my mom started in. Where's this? I can't find it. Where's that? You didn't have enough room, Mom, so we couldn't bring it. Nope, that didn't make the cut, Mom. Five years later, every couple of months, my mom still says, Oh, I wish I had that box of fabric. I can't believe someone would give away my box of fabric. Why would they do that? If only I had the fabric now. Implying that if only she had the fabric, she would finally achieve happiness. She just will not let the fabric story die. Yep, that's right. It's just a story that you can decide at any moment to just get over. One idea that I use to give myself the peace to move on is to choose to believe that everyone is doing their best with the thoughts they're believing. Did you know we can actually choose our beliefs? It's possible to look at what you're thinking and decide whether that thought is helpful or hurtful to you in the long run. If the thought is making you the victim, I guarantee there's a better thought you could pick. Let me show you how to use this idea that everyone is doing their best with what they're believing. I ask myself questions like, what must they have been thinking to do that? Once I answer the question, I say to myself, Oh, then of course they did that. That was the best they could do in that moment with that belief. If I were my mother, I could ask myself, What must Lonnie have been thinking when she gave away that box of fabric? She must have been thinking, I don't have enough room in my new tiny apartment. Then, of course, she gave away the fabric. That was the best she could do in that moment with that belief. If you listen to the previous podcast, you don't have to take care of your parents. Then you remember that my brother doesn't talk to me or my parents because I sold the house that he was living in. If I were my brother, I could ask myself, What must Lonnie have been thinking? "'to sell the house with me and my family living in it. "'She must have been thinking that my parents needed the money from the house, "'even though I don't think they did. "'Then, of course, she sold the house. "'That was the best she could do in that moment with that belief. "'If I were me in the same situation, which I am, "'I asked myself, "'What must my brother have been thinking?' to stay in that house until after I sold it, even though I told him I was gonna sell it. He must have been thinking I wasn't gonna sell it because my parents had threatened that for years without ever following through. Then of course he stayed in the house. That was the best he could do in that moment with that belief. I hope this little thought tool helps you as much as it does me in the next episode I'm going to talk about grief ahead of time. I'm sure it's something we all struggle with. Until then, take care. Bye.